The Hump, episode 16, Run It Up. Your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beeland. All right. Chad, good to see you. Good to to see this. Yes, it is good to see this. What are are we drinking this evening? I let you pick the beer tonight. This one's got a special place in both of our hearts. Yes. It it is delightful. It is the uh, fresh out of Minneapolis, the dangerous man, peanut butter porter. Did you see me involuntarily just go... I noticed like the way you, yeah, you put a bib on earlier. Yeah, I did. I mean, we've talked about this beer, but we've never had this beer on the show. Yeah, I, we went up there in J- July, you and I, and, mm. you know, I think we brought back some insane number, like 28 crowlers of beer, and uh, I think I alone bought like five of these. I think I was in that number too, five or six. And I'm down to like my last, this is my second to last one. And you just kind of want to hold on to it, but then, you know, that whole fresh beer thing comes into mind. And Well, it's funny. I brought some of that. I remember, you, you probably remember this. I bought and brought back several of these beers from my designer friend, Jenny. Yeah. She's a big beer drinker. How many actually got to Jenny? I think four crawlers got to Jenny. Not, really? all, not all a dangerous man. There was like a head flyer. I, I bought her a couple of the Dangerous Man that were like the strawberry milkshake. Some mm-hmm. of the, some of the, uh, she's a big Gosa fan. Yeah. So matter of fact, you, you should probably pick her brain. I'm trying to get her on Untapped. But anyway, she, I saw her a couple weeks ago and she said, I'm holding on to that peanut butter porter as like the last one I went. It's going to soon be past its freshness date. So you need to drink that beer up like as soon as possible. Yeah, that. It's tasty. It's wonderful. Need to drink that beer up now. Well, so uh, who are we who are we toasting this week? We got a lot of toasts. So you brought up one I didn't even have on the list. I'll uh, want to toast my daughter D. They just wrapped up last week the performance of Excalibur yes. school play, and she was very she that girl knows how to emote. Yes, she does. She knows how to emote to the point where it's funny. I was talking to Grant, our our little redheaded producer over here, and. He, I said, didn't your sister the next day, I said, didn't your sister do a good job? And I said, yeah, but she has like this go-to smile shrug move. And she just keeps doing it over and over and over again. She did a little too much. Yeah. Stick with what works, though. Yeah. Well, I tried to explain to him that the two of us, plus her mom and grandma, were probably the only ones that were just watching her the entire time. True. And so there's some wisdom in like just doing it over and over again. By the time yeah. somebody else looks by, they finally catch you doing it. Yeah, most everybody there is staring at one particular kid, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, that may be awkward in, like, a Broadway production to smile and shrug, smile and shrug, <laughs> smile and shrug. But for middle school, it's wholly appropriate. Yeah. Well, like I said, stick with what works. Yeah. So, let's let's toast my, uh, yeah, I need to, to switch over. Yeah. Yeah. Too much setup, not enough drinking. That's a good one, too, though. This is good. I like this. This is nice. Toast D. She's looking forward to what's her next productive? Mary Poppins. <clears throat> mm. I asked her if she could be Bert. 
She went, no, they're not allowed to try out for the male roles. I've never seen that movie. You have never... What? I'm nearing 50. Don't really give a fuck. I'm Drew and I are going to do... We're going to force you and lock the door. I'm not going to watch it. No, we're going to do our own Bowen production. I'll watch watch D do it, but... Okay. I'm not going to watch the, you know, Julie Andrews. Well, so it's being remade... With because uh, there's no original ideas anymore. Yeah, like we just basically have to re- regurgitate classics that don't really need to be. Remade. Yeah, who's in? Who's who's the it's lead? Probably that? that blonde girl from like Dancing with the Stars. No, or it's something. somebody you would. Re- it's somebody you would totally respect. I would think. Who's John Krasinski's wife? Oh, Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. I respect her, but yeah, less so after hearing she's doing this. <laughs> What's the movie she made with Tom Cruise that had the horrible title? The sci- that was a great sci-fi movie where they oh Edge of Tomorrow, yeah, Edge of that Tomorrow. Is a good movie. She went from Edge of Tomorrow to like badassery to Mary Mary Poppins yeah. all in the span of like three years. Well, she was just in the movie too, the uh, A Quiet Place with her yeah, husband with with John Krasinski. So. Yeah. So what else do we have to toast? We need to toast Kansas City young audiences. A couple weeks back, we had the luncheon and it went over what we. Had a goal of $95,000, and we exceeded that by several thousand dollars. Very so nice. Those folks there. Successful luncheon. Yep. Well, there's a few KCYA shout-outs. Yeah, there's one. Well, and this one's a little somber note, really somber note, is I, I just want to send uh, thoughts and prayers to Mary at Kansas City. Her husband unexpectedly passed away last mm. Friday. So yeah, That's rough. Yeah, it's... Uh, and he was a, a musician. I guess he was a trumpet player and ran a floral shop down the Brookside area for years. Needham hmm. uh, Floral, but just complete surprise. Passed away last Friday. Hmm. So thinking of you, Mary, uh, you and the family, you know, in this time. So, yeah, got the boys. All the talk. We talked a couple weeks ago about the boys in red. The boys in blue, we should toast <clears> them. <throat> yeah, Sunday was just... Kansas City Sports Day was was pretty freaking awesome. Like, and the the way the games were laid out were were perfect. I think uh, Sporting kicked off at uh, four, Sporting Kansas City, and they destroyed Dallas. Uh, set themselves up for the the big matchup on Sunday, which I'm going to go to. Okay, uh, against, I was wondering if you were going to be there. Hell's yes, <laughs> uh, against uh, LAFC. So it's kind of a winner take all first seed. You know. So what, what's the deal? Is we basically have to draw, right? As long as we get a draw, we a win. Winner, uh, draw, and we're the number one seed. Okay. A loss, and it starts getting dicey. Okay, thanks. But we're home. Like, we're playing well. We should. We should take it. And then, and yep, last week was a big week because you had the Dallas match. And then. Well, they played Vancouver, days, Vancouver on Wednesday. Couple- like, that's brutal playing, you know, because those Vancouver games don't start till 9.30, 10 o'clock Kansas City time. That was Wednesday. And weren't we down at half? They were down one nothing at half and then just laid the wood 4-1. So I think they probably just went straight from Vancouver to Dallas and played there Sunday. That's crazy. So let's give a toast to Sporting KC. Yes, indeed. Let's bring it home, fellas. Bring it home. Mm. And our last toast, at least the last one I had, since it's improv. It seems to be improv night tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we show up late. We're we're go with late. it, man. Just go with it. 
is a uh, homecoming and a uh, home opener for my friend Angie. My friend Angie, she not the one we interviewed, okay. a different Angie. Well, we need to talk her talk her into being on the show at some point. She might be a little shy, but she has survived two strokes. She's late mid late forties. Survived two strokes. She was in marketing, PR, work that just loved what she did. But after her second stroke, I think she realized that the stress. As a matter of fact, I I know from some things she's written that the stress of the job was not mm-hmm. helping matters. So she found some relief through um, after the second stroke through CBD treatments. Yes, and so she became such an advocate that she and her husband have just launched and they're having their grand opening this coming Saturday of their CBD store. Is that right? In Lenexa. So it's, yeah, it's Phoenix Lenexa CBD store. Shout out to you, Angie. Let's toast her yeah, for grand exactly. opening. She, I, lovely human being. Love you, Angie. I think you're pretty awesome too. Yeah, we'll be in. We'll we'll do a sh- maybe we'll do a show from the store. Maybe we'll talk. Yeah, I've been wanting to dabble in the CBD. All right. Well, we'll we'll take you by. I, Saturday may not be a good day. I don't know what your Saturday looks like, but mm, no idea. I know my Friday by Sunday are yeah. Host. Friday and Sunday are are kind of a mess. So yeah. You got any other toasts in you? That no, no. We good? We good? Okay. So. You and I didn't do this last week, even though we kind of did half of a show last week through the the interview. Yeah. We've been busy. We have been busy. Like, we haven't spoken since the beginning of the, the month. And you had a little uh, shindig, at, you know, down in the crossroads with, with E a couple weeks back. How'd that yeah. Go? Oh, yeah. That was their first performance of the uh, Kansas City Youth Symphony. So, it was good. It was pretty cool. I mean, she's... Loving the violin. Flourishing. Flourishing in Just the Just got moved up to first violin, fourth stand. I have no idea what that means. I don't know either, but it sounds like it's pretty awesome. It sounds impressive. She was second violin, second stand. So it sounds like a significant move. I understand the first and second bit. I don't know what the stand business is. Fourth stand? I don't know. It's, uh, they, the perform- they've had a performance since, or Northwest had a performance in it seemed like all the heavy hitters were prodigies, and so breaking through that wall, I was pretty impressed. Pretty impressed that she's made made yeah, four she's killing it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm trying to think. What was that movie with Michael Cera where he had to like battle all the girlfriends? Like oh, the Scotty Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, that's a great movie. That is a great movie. I love that movie. I'm bad with the titles. It almost ease violin. Almost sounds like that kind of the four stand made me think of that. It is funny because they have like, <laughs> it's like uh, levels of competition. Yeah, like on Fridays you can challenge people. You're like, I think I'm better. I want to challenge you to a uh, fiddle off. <laughs> He's not really down with that, but uh, options there. Okay, keep it in her back pocket. Keep her in her. Okay, she can go. Uh, she can go all tournament style on somebody. <laughs> Nice. I'm picturing what a, a head-to-head violin battle is all about. But oh. I would love to see it. Well, and I was sad to miss it. I was in Iowa that weekend doing the writer's yeah. workshop thing, which was great. Got good feedback on my uh, my novel. I'm highly enthused about continuing getting, at it. getting at it. Month of November, month of November is, um, and I did this several years back. It's called Nano 
National Novel Writing Month. All right. Where you try and crank out 50,000 words in the month of November. How many pages is 50,000 words? So if you think 250, 250 words per page is, per a, page? Page is a novel. So you're looking at you're looking at 200 pages. That sounds like a lot. 30 days. 30 days. You have to basically you have to write about 1800 words a day, you know, 1750 words a day. Mm. Which I've done it once. I'm going to see if I can do it. I'm going to see if I can do it again. Nut up, man. You can do it. Yeah. See, and there were a lot of early mornings. Coffee will be coffee's already a friend. Coffee oh, will yeah. really be be a friend and then um Probably be listening to the band we just saw a couple weeks back a lot as I'm cranking that out. Yeah, that was a great show. We uh, saw Foo Fighters at Sprint Center. Second time. Second time. That band knows how to put on a show, man. I mean, mm-hmm. they played for almost three hours. It was nuts. I think Diane was even to the point like, okay, I've heard them all, but like they just kept going. Yeah, they, they just, just kept going. Yeah, that, I love their shows. It's all business, man. It's There's little... Very little chit-chat, because they want to put on a performance. Well, they're one of those bands that treat every gig like we haven't played a gig in a year, and we want to throw it out there. I mean, they always put on a great show. Yeah, my ears were ringing for two days. Next time, yeah. I'm going to take Die Up on the... The old cotton balls? Yeah, the old cotton balls. Yeah. Because the lady next to me was just screaming her heart out. Hoping to get a backstage pass. She, she She's always been my dream to sleep with Dave Grohl. Not personally. Yeah. Well, and you heard Marty at KCY talking about that. There was a chance he might have stopped by the offices there. Yeah. It didn't happen, but so. That's the kind of thing it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I would think they do that throughout their tour and drop yeah. into a, you know, youth organization and motivate yeah, some kids. Yeah. There's a connection, a music connection. And there was in the show that kid Collier. The kid was nine and came up and just started shredding some old Metallica. Yeah. Enter Sandman. That kid knew Enter Sandman. It it progressively got a little worse, but he, that kid, that kid rocked and went with his best material. Yeah. But, you know, he got a guitar out of it. Dave gave him a guitar. That kid's going to play the guitar the rest of his life. I guarantee it. Well, and to play with that without being freaked out in front of 16,000 people. Well, the video, go out to YouTube and look up. Foo Fighters Collier. What's hilarious is he he starts getting on it and then he just turns around and walks over to Taylor Hawkins at the drum set and he's like <laughs> making some eye contact with him like I got this. Yeah. Like I we're mean, just jamming into the garage. Kid knew what he was doing. He did definitely know what he was doing. I mean, I've spoken to crowds of like five hundred people. Sounds awful. At at the most. And to think that sixteen thousand just yep. I've been here. He was getting a lot of love though, so yeah, it makes it a little easier. He he was owning it. So uh, I know you're mad at me, but uh, I did have my little memento from uh, mm. my beer adventures last weekend. Drinking I'll... beer with somebody else, mm-hmm. not cool. So we went to uh, brew at the zoo last weekend. Apparently, it's the sixth or seventh year they've had this. Mixed results on the event. You heard Becca's feedback upstairs. Yeah, it seems like the ladies have consistent feedback that, you know, beer festivals maybe aren't aren't their bag. Yeah, that some of her feedback was valid. Love the variety and selection of the breweries. They had some regional and national kind of breweries. So they were serving 10 Barrel there. They were serving uh, Elysian there. 
And then they had some some newer, really new kind of microbreweries. So the one that really impressed me, and you and I have ta- debated whether we need to go and make a trip there. And after visiting their tent and drinking some of their beer, it was the highlight of all the breweries while I was there was East 40. I think they're out of Blue Springs. Oh, yeah, yeah. And two of the, they had two beers that were absolutely stellar. One I had was a, uh, was a porter. It was really good. Just uh, they called it the second breakfast. Por- it was called the second breakfast porter. Mm, and I asked guy. the guy, I go, when's the third breakfast come out? I'm a big fan of three breakfasts in one day. So when- you have the, you have had three <laughs> breakfasts in one day when we were traveling. So so I asked him, and then they had this brown ale that was like a maple brown. I mean, oh, you're talking breakfast stouts, and you're talking brown ales. Like this is your wheelhouse. No wonder you're drooling. Well, and they had a good IPA, too, from what everybody else was talking about that was in the group. There's a few new breweries on the east side of town. We haven't made it to, but... Yeah, they were by far the highlight. The one thing I couldn't understand, and was my only complaint, is they had, they had the tent... You have this... The zoo's an enormous place. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest zoos in the country. They had all of the tents, like, packed too closely together. So all the lines were, like, bleeding into one another. Or you had no time to actually drink and enjoy your beer, savor your beer. You were basically hammered within the first hour because you're, yeah. you're going, oh, that was, let, no no time to get that and untap. Let me just take a picture. Oh, okay. And now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could kind of stretch it out a little bit if you make people walk just, a, you know, I'm not talking one end of the zoo to the other, but. Yeah. Can I ask you a quick question? Yes. What the fuck is this? What? Oh. <laughs> that was going to come up. It's coming up soon. I just looked in the monitor and I'm like, (laughs) I'm almost invisible due to this goddamn. The box? Is it a box? It's a box monster. It's a political state. It's a political statement. If you, what's hilarious to me is Becca pulled this, uh, the sticker. You can't quite see. You can probably see the TV. It's upside down. Says pride USA honor country. The one closest to you. Yeah. I, and I, I said, is that a Donald Trump make America great again sticker? What is that? <clears throat> what is that? So it's a game. It's kind of creeping me out. <laughs> it's a game. We're taking it to Amethyst Place on Sunday mm. afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the Chiefs game. But I'm going to do Sorry. I'm going to do a good deed. We're going to do the trunk or treat at Amethyst Place. And there are three of these, all in different shapes. And there's a game where you take these eyeball. Becca's made like ping pong balls, and the they look like eyeballs. And then you toss. It's like the uh, Bozo the Clown. You try and toss them into the monster. Mm. That's what it is. Okay. So yeah, it was my prompt to talk about what we're doing this weekend. That's that's what it is. We're going to Amethyst Place. I might have jumped the gun. Trunk or treat, but you had to know it's been bothering you. It's a very large. <laughs> well, it box might have creature. been. It might have been the rubber glove. That rubber. No, no, I'm like <laughs> reminding me of my last physical. <laughs> and he does have his hand out with the yeah, finger. There's finger. gonna be there's gonna be cupping. <laughs> And it is like, you know. It, the finger's extended, too. Dr. Jellyfinger all over again. <laughs> it's all right. You can, ju- you, can jump the, you can jump the gun on there. Why don't, why, don't we, uh, why don't we just go to what we're doing this weekend? Because that's one of the things we're doing this weekend is on Sunday, we're going to Amethyst Place. 
Becca, does, as you know, Becca does a lot with Amethyst Place. She does. It's a great organization. Yeah, and if folks don't know, Amethyst Place basically is a progressive recovery center for women who are addicts, and uh, they allow their families to live with them, so their kids um, come and live with them, and then they, as they progress through the program, they get more independent, and Becca goes and decorates the apartments, but we also... I think this is the fourth or fifth drunk or treat this year that we'll have, have done. And mm-hmm. people, what they'll do is they'll decorate their cars. Yeah. And then, um, you know, take games and hand out candy. And they generally have like the Planet Comic Con cosplay people there. Like the X-Men are generally there. Sweet. And the kids freaking love that. And they have R2D. You and I love a random R2D2 sighting. We saw yeah. one in Philly years ago. Yeah. Uh, they generally have a, the R2-D2 robotics people are out there, and they're running that. The kids freaking love it. So Truck or treat's where it's at if you're a kid. You can clean up. Yeah. You can hit like 50 cars in like 10 minutes. So that's what that guy All is. Right. All right. He's not a political statement. He's not. I, I was teasing Becca. You heard me upstairs. I'm like, is this a monster that's supposed to catch? It's a mailbox that catches explosive devices. Mm. Yeah. I feel a little bit better. Yeah. But... Okay. The 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 glove. <laughs> the rubber glove's still freaking you out. <laughs> He's reaching for me. So what else are we doing this weekend? You might need that after Friday. <laughs> yeah, we uh, well we have a friend that's in a in a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyond the Gray is the name of the band. It's kind of a we've dubbed them as kind of a Alice in Chains meets Rage Against the Machine. You know, it's a little Creed in there, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's a skosh of Creed. Yeah, they're having like a release party at uh, Aftershock. EP replay. Have you seen it? Watched the video yet? I have not. They have. They have a video. They just released it that- as well this week. And I meant to have that queued up for this week. I'll have it queued up for next week, mm-hmm. and we'll put it on the. I'll download it, and then we'll put it in the feed. But uh, at some point, we talked to Scott. He's one of the guitar players. Yeah, we we're gonna have him, him on at some we'll, point. We'll have him on the show, and maybe a couple of his bandmates on the show. But they have, yeah, they have a release party. I'm excited. My first official release party, and I like their music. It's good stuff. It is. It's great. They're they're great performers, and their music's been optioned. I know Discovery Channel and who who NASCAR. They've optioned their music, so that's that's freaking cool. Yeah, exactly. Are you dressing up? Apparently, it's a costume party. No. Okay. As long as you don't go, if you dress up, as long as you don't go the way of the uh, backup quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Did you hear about that? Oh, yeah, I did. It was at uh, Von Miller's Halloween party. Yeah. And then he got too drunk and stumbled out of Von Miller's Halloween party and stumbled into somebody else's house. He got released today. Yeah, from the team because the facts came out. And there was a family, I guess, that had a newborn, and he stumbled into their house and sat on the couch and was completely incoherent, and he was dressed in a Cowboys costume. You wonder if any of the Broncos players feel somewhat responsible. I mean, he's a rook, so I guarantee they were, you know, hazing him, abusing him. They got him lit up, and then he goes and does something stupid and gets cut from the team, like... I was listening to a little sports talk on the way home, and they said that that was not, now who knows the truth, but that he was being ridiculous at Von Miller's party, too, to the point where... Well, if he's getting hazed and, like, keep drinking, keep drinking, keep drinking, but... Yeah, who knows what the, what happened. But apparently the, the husband at the house, he, you know, he's 
criminal trespassing sitting on their couch. The mm. husband took the vacuum cleaner and took the wand, the plastic part of the wand, and was beating him with it to get him out of the get him really? out of the house. Yeah. Hmm. So I like Von Miller. I don't I don't like to like Von Miller, but I do like Von Miller. Von Miller has some class. Like yeah, he sends good. opponents bottles of wine and champagne and He's a good cat. I mean he's yeah. one of those guys you wish he played for the Chiefs, but Oh, most definitely. Yeah, right now. More so <laughs> than ever right now. But um yeah. He's a great guy on a team I despise. So hopefully we clean up this week. That and I'm on Patrick Peterson watch. I may have to join the No. Uh, what? <laughs> he announced today that he's content and wants to stay right where he is. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he put it out on Twitter. But two days ago, yeah, but his, he did one of the But his cousin's still working the circuit going, mentioning trade rumors. Then don't what tweet he, out that you want to stay. What, what is he supposed to say? He's been in that city for years. What do you mean? Like, don't tweet you want to stay if you don't want to stay. That's just dumb. Yeah, well, he he's he, not he, going anywhere. He could say he wants to stay and still be dealt. But they don't want to deal him. If the offer's right. Uh, now, here's where I don't think the offer's ever going to be right because I don't know who's going to offer a first-round draft pick and a minimum to me, to me to get him. It's going to take a first-round draft pick and a third to get him because... The, the market's already been set. The Cowboys set the market with Amari Cooper. No, they didn't set the market. The Chiefs set the market with Marcus Peters. Well, no. No, that was last year's market. This year's market. So the Cowboys gave a first-round pick for Amari Cooper, who is an underperforming player. So what do you, you're supposed to take one of the top 25 NFL players in the last five years. He has consistently been named a top 25 NFL player. Top 25, regardless of position, for the last five years. I don't know how official those rankings are, but... That's by that's by voting of his peers. Yeah. And those generally aren't, oh, you're the nicest guy award. Those are... The guy's got oh, some game. Oh, he's a baller. I don't have any... The guy's got some game. Yeah, he most definitely does. But if he doesn't want to be there and he's going to walk... I mean, the Cardinals are going to get something for him. We're not going to let him go for nothing. I I just don't know how many teams are going to give a first and a third, or I've even heard rumors of two firsts. I heard this morning that the Patriots were quietly making moves. And this was all local speculation, you know, of course. But that the Patriots are like, the Chiefs want him. We beat the Chiefs, but good God, it was all it took. (laughs) At home to beat them. Mm-hmm. No if, penalties. Zero penalties. Zero if, penalties. <laughs> if we get him, it keeps the Chiefs from getting him, and that helps us beat the Chiefs. But it's all speculation. That's at this all point. speculation. He's not going anywhere. All right. I'd still like Pac. I I would still like Pac. I'd love him. So I'd give a first round right now for him. Yeah. A first rounder, I would give for He's him. He's a. Proven commodity. I don't yeah. have any problem with that. And you get three years. You get. Two- and considering we're probably going to have the 30th pick in the draft. Why not? It's basically a second-round pick at that point. Yeah, you're going to be unlikely to get a player of that caliber yep. at that posi- at that position. So, all right. Speaking of uh, things that were surprising to happen last last week, we had a little interview. You were like, "What? What is this with uh, our new friend Camp Zero? Yeah, yeah. We it, we well, found our niche market. You believe this? The 30-year-old rap fans. 
<laughs> I'm not sure how many of his face. He's 30 years old and a rapper. I'm not sure, or near 30. I don't know how many 30-year-old rap fans he has. Or if it's all teenagers and they like us too. Well, we are pretty good. We are pretty. When I did help the, the teenage kids with their project last year, and they graded it out, and I was in their video, and they the one of the pieces of feedback they received was, we like the funny old man. Really? Yeah. Wasn't that the piece of feedback you got? It's like, we like the funny old man. Yeah. So maybe our niche market is teenagers. We're, yeah, we think we've been targeting, you know, 40, 50-year-old guys, but maybe teenagers and millennial rap fans are our sweet spot. Who knows? Who, who knows? So uh, how'd you enjoy meeting him last That was great. He's an interesting cat. I mean, uh, like I said, it made me feel bad about myself because he's, you know, Almost 20 years younger, and he's trying to, you know, make some positive impacts in the world. And I respect that. I like that. Yeah, he's a bit of a renaissance. He's got a lot of projects. Renaissance man. Got a lot of yeah, projects. Yeah, he dabbles. That's yeah. for sure. But, yeah, I thought it was good. He's got a little bit of a football connection. Apparently, after visiting with us, he headed down to Dallas. He's from Dallas. Yeah. He's got a relationship with Cole Beasley, the... Well, didn't Dallas he do Cowboys like the uh, he did some sort the of... official song of the Cowboys for 2018 or something? I think so. He's legit. He is legit. He is legit. So run it up, man. Run it, run it up. So did they? Did you tell the kids? Did you tell E and and Macy? Yeah, I did. What they say? Uh no reaction. <laughs> they were like, "What?" They like rap, but. They, I don't think I'd ever have ever heard of him, and they automatically start questioning any rapper that would want to be on our show. But I mean, I think you know, maybe I got a slight bump in street cred, but nothing Just, negligible at best. Yeah, it was like a razor, yeah. razor bump, razor bump. That was he kind gave, of he gave G a shout out though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he gave G a couple shout shout outs. Yeah, he didn't get to listen, so Wait, he did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You didn't yeah. know he gave you a shout out? No. Yeah. Dang. Give you a little shout out. Yeah. Well, you'll hear it later when you edit the audio. Okay. <laughs> let's get that taken care of. Yeah, let's quick, post haste. Yeah, I mentioned that to to him, mentioned it to Grant, and mm -hmm. then his friends, and now all of a sudden they're all following him. Maybe that was the intent, was to get all the high, Blue Valley High School kids to start following his run it up. He's going to find a whole new market here in Kansas. I may be, you know what I might do? I may take your box friend and I may record some video and we could run it up, do the run it up challenge with your box friend. As long as it's away from me, I don't, you can, you can do whatever you want with this thing. But. Uh, it almost looks like it's female. Maybe it's just the angle I'm looking at, like it has eyelashes, but. And all well, the funny thing is too the way the eyes are slanted towards you. And maybe the box doesn't have a gender, but it it seems female to me. It seems rather aggressive, female. Like too. a Sally Jesse Raphael <laughs> angry box creature with a rubber glove on. With the, with the rubber glove, it's so nice. You know who did watch the entire interview was was Phil Kennedy. As soon as yeah, I, I as soon as we left KCYA, he texted me. He goes, "That was." Not his exact words, but he was like, that was on point. I said, when are we going to have you on the show? He goes, you named the place. 
I always like Phil. He's a good dude. You know, he and his brother just launched a new startup that basically helps startups expedite the ramp. So improve their time to market. A startup for startups. A startup for startups. So they make fewer mistakes. So apparently Phil's brother has been out in Silicon Valley or at least California. I think it's in Silicon Valley as an investor Hmm. with like with investment companies. Investing like VCs? in startup VCs. Yeah. Yeah. Helping fund startups. So we've seen all these mistakes that have been made and he's seen all the things that have been done right. And so he's built basically a Rubicon around that. And they've got like this program that you can go through to to help test your idea, test all your planning, and that spits back out. Yeah, this is on point. You're gonna you're gonna shit the bed here. Hmm. So Will you give a friend discount? <laughs> He's asking, asking for a friend. Well, at one point they were taking trials. So, and then he was supposed to meet a friend of a friend. So Zach. He needs, yeah. He and Zach were supposed to talk at some oh, point. Oh, is that right? So, yeah. Yeah. Now we're just talking side business. But I talked about having Phil on the Phil on the show. I think. Oh, we talked about having Zach on the show. We so. talked about having Zach on the show. So. I can... Make that happen. All right. We should have that. Zach would be better than Box 2 or Box Gal. Hells yes. So, most definitely. So, how'd you feel about our second home for the interview? It was uh, it was interesting. It was a little weird being somewhere else. But, uh, no, the studio was cool. And I thought, you know, it, it worked out great. He was going to be in the area anyway. So, I love KCYA. I think, you know, they're doing some great stuff. And if we can help them out and vice versa. So we'll do oh, a better. Few more. You okay with that? We'll do a few more there. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely do some there. It that's, was fun. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no, of course. I think it's a great way to kind of promote them, get people to see the space too, because I think the space. It's a alone, great story. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Yeah, it blows people away. So, well, cool. Now to our interview with Camp Zero. Today, we're doing our inaugural show in the Kansas City Young Audiences studio, and we have a special guest with us today. Our guest is an EDM DJ, producer, rapper, author, actor, and philanthropist. Dude's got a lot going on. That's the handle. Man. Yeah, that is the, that is the handle. He's best known by a pseudonym, Camp Zero. He shared the stage with the, such artists as Drake. Trey Songs, Justin Bieber, and Wiz Khalifa, and more. Now he's putting this new twist on the idea of paying it forward. We're definitely going to talk about that today. It's called the Run It Up Challenge. Camp Zero, welcome hey. to the show. Hey, guys. How y'all well, doing? Man. Doing well, man. That's an incredible <laughs> resume. You don't even look that old, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not that old. I'm 29, so... I feel wow. old. <laughs> I definitely feel old. My knees hurt and my back be hurting. You hustling like that, you start to you'll start to hurt. I'm starting to feel it. That's for sure. <laughs> You've been on the road for a while, it sounds. Oh like. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still on the road. I'd be on the road probably to January and then I kick off tour February. So yeah, well, and you had a tour the spring. I saw mm-hmm. too. So yeah. you've been on. 
on the road for a tour tour and then you've been yeah. doing a, a, a part of tour. this radio tour yes, sir. and then i go back on tour tour february so awesome yeah awesome around <laughs> so how you've been in kansas city a couple days i've been mm-hmm. watching your instagram or better yes, put my well my 16 year old son's been watching your instagram <laughs> too so 16 hey, year old son yeah <laughs> he you see so you've been in kansas city a couple days how's mm-hmm. kansas city treat oh i love it uh some good barbecue good barbecue yeah got that right all right uh, what's the spot what was it? Uh, Gates. Gates. Was that the name of the place? That's one of them. That's some good beans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So have you Q thirty nine yet? I have it. So Q thirty nine is the new darling in town. So oh, Joe's. Wow. You read about any, and Chad could offer varying opinions on this too. He's he's actually <laughs> probably more of a connoisseur in Kansas City barbecue than I am. Oh wow! How many? You've probably hit nearly every spot in town. Most of them. Most of the big ones. Like Woodyard, too. Like Woodyard's oh, yeah, on like my Woodyard, list, and Woodyard I haven't made. I mean, this is the barbecue capital of the world, so. Yeah, oh, uh, wow. I didn't even know that. There's, you know, 200 plus barbecue joints in town, so it's impossible to hit them all. Yeah, it's nearly impossible to hit them all. It'd be like trying to hit all the wineries in Napa. You're uh-huh. going to hurt your, you're gonna oh, hurt yeah. yourself. You're going to hurt something. Yeah. You're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> so two, before you get out of town that you should try, though, would be Q39 and Joe's, don't you think? Yeah, you got to do Joe's. That's like okay. iconic. It is iconic. Is that's it? the yeah. That's the one that makes it's all in the a magazines. gas station. Oh wow! So you know what's so good. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we it can has talk. To be good. Yeah, it's oh, it's definitely good. And they make a wide variety. They they specialize in a, probably across the board. They're the best at just about everything. Oh so, wow! So it's a it's a good place to eat. Okay. Well, we could talk about barbecue for the next hour, but uh, <laughs> we want to talk about this run it up challenge. I, mm-hmm. I think that was the the major appeal when when I started looking and seeing what you were doing out there on the internet, and I saw sure. you were doing this challenge, and we've heard of this idea of kind of paying it forward, but you put a little bit of a new twist on it. Tell us a little bit about it. So the run it up challenge, uh, run it up is my new single that I just released. Um, and it's doing really, really well. I think it's on about maybe 50 some radio stations across the United States. Nice. And um, I decided I wanted to do a, a good D challenge, which was the write up challenge where you, you pay it for it, help somebody, you record it, uh, put the song behind it, the run it up song behind it, you post it, tag run it up challenge, and then you'd be entered into a chance to win $500,000. Oh, five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you doing your video? <laughs> I do so many good deeds. It's you know hard to just pick one. <laughs> I might have to look for the best one. Uh-huh. Just in your school, girl to college is a good deed. Best I don't think that'll deed. qualify though. Although you might need the five hundred thousand dollars just pay just for to pay school. for the pay college. Some of it over. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that paying it forward. So yeah. let me understand this. So one individual at the end of this will receive five hundred dollars, no, or do you have kind split, of tiered yeah, prize, tiered prizes? Yeah, I'm gonna split it between a bunch of different fans. Well, we paid out some to a bunch of fans. Okay. One one guy walked the lady across the street. One guy went to uh, helped the homeless. Uh, one guy gave us some t-shirts to school. So like different things like that. Yeah. Just kind of just like something to make somebody smile. Okay. Change somebody's you know day. So this isn't anything where it's like there's fan voting or anything involved or any oh, no. sort of social media engagement. It's it's essentially yeah. stories that inspire, if I'm understanding you correctly, yeah. stories that inspire. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, just giving back inspires me uh, in the whole. It's just a, a, a challenge I want to come up with, you know, where it's not dancing, where it's not, you know, the ice bucket challenge is just helping somebody, you know, making somebody day better. So that's that's why we came up with it. You know, if we can get a million people doing a challenge and we made a place, the world a better place. Yeah. Doing Definitely. something good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you're talking about, you know, helping people out and perseverance and whatnot. It sounds like you were just in Joplin, Missouri, which 
That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that town was almost Story destroyed yeah. by that uh, tornado. What was that, yeah. three, four years ago now? Yeah, it's probably been four years ago now. They're building like crazy. Yeah. Well, they got all that new, you know, empty ground. Yeah, like, new you know, land. <laughs> it's like going to yeah. be like a brand new town when it's done, but that mm-hmm. uh, they were hit hard. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were, but they, I mean, I came uh, through tour when I came on my last tour, I went through, uh, they was just telling us the story about what happened and, mm-hmm. you know, how they were building and, you know, the hospitals, the churches, and just a lot of different things they were building. It's amazing to see, you know, a town come together and rebuild. Yeah, I think the whole region came together and everybody wanted to help out however they could. Because, exactly. I mean, exactly. uh, it's just a terrible story that, like, the entire town was destroyed. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a atomic bomb just hit. It was it's crazy. Yeah, I know the Chiefs were pretty. We were talking a little football before, uh, briefly, with yep. one of your friends that was here yep. before. Yep. Since he's a Kansas City guy. Well, shout out to Domingo, your Kansas City, your Kansas City guy. I like uh-huh. it when we, we bring somebody back home. Yeah, the Chiefs were were big down there. I know a lot of the Red Coders came down. So oh, even the Kansas sure. City community came out to help. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So with this, the Run It Up Challenge, it's, I, I really love the idea of you finding stories that inspire you and, and essentially sure. giving along the way. Yes, it, you know, somebody hears this discussion that we're having and they decide that they want to participate. Is there yeah. a point you're like, okay, I'm – is when it's all the money's gone, or is how how are you uh, capping the deadline on this? I think I'm gonna up it. Uh, once we once we get enough good deeds to to cover that cap, then I think we just keep going. Okay. Because uh, the, the bigger the challenge get, the, the bigger the song gets. So yeah. I would definitely you know do a lot with that revenue that comes in from the actual song. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that, now you heard camp folks. So I'm gonna be a little meta now. So you heard camp folks. That doesn't mean you wait. Until he ups it again, you do. You go out and do that now. You want people yeah, to do that now? Oh yeah, because I'm looking every day for you know good deed challenges. Every day I'm looking for the run it up challenge. See who who we can pick and who we can you know kind of shine light to. No, that's great. No, that's great. Sharing the spotlight on good deeds. We need that today. Sure. Yes, we do. We definitely need that today. Yeah, more than ever. So I work at a startup, and Brent here, he's kind of starting his own marketing company too. So uh, I read a little bit about your Seventy Dreams project. Oh yes, oh, oh yeah, that's another challenge that we're doing. So Seventy Dreams is just about uh, helping seventy different families from start to bottom, you know, create their business, help fund it, help you know, just the ins and out, you know, it's just because every every business is a new adventure, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just kind of I thrive off. Of the business world. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, like you're setting up your own incubator, like exactly. getting these companies off the ground and helping them out. Exactly. Helping them out and helping their families, just helping them from from the beginning to, you know, to their goal, to their goal. Almost like, um, what's that show? Um, Shark Tank. Are Shark you thinking Tank. like Shark, yeah. Tank? Shark Tank? Yeah. It's like a Shark Tank. Uh, we actually have a spinoff show that we do. I can't say much about it, but we're doing a, a, a series for Seventy Dreams, similar to Ooh. similar to similar maybe to, a Shark Tank. Okay, similar, yeah, similar. Just more about uh, the life of Camp Zero and then me going into different markets and actually helping okay. people achieve their dreams. So, what kind of businesses are you looking to support? Is it could it be uh, again similar anything all over everything? I mean, uh, so many submissions. We had over ten thousand submissions the first day. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, from, from barbershops to, you know, uh, clothing stores to uh, oil, gas, silver, silk. I mean, it was tons of things. People had apps. So uh, it's going to be tough picking the 70. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure we would do more than 70 dreams. But, I mean, if I can get one of those companies to be an Uber, 
you know, I mean, it's all worth it. Just, I mean, that's yeah. the truth. I mean, these are 70 dreams. You're exactly. going to make, you know, somebody's exactly. dream come true with this. Your exactly. Help. Exactly. So we're definitely excited about 70 dreams. So have you picked any business? Has it been like run it up where you've been picking businesses along the way or are you capping uh, that as well? I was going to, but uh, uh, one of the networks, one of the big networks picked up the show. Okay. So now we're in the process of the show. That the the thing that, you can't talk about. Yeah, the thing that to, can't be named. Exactly. <laughs> nice. They want us to, the process, the full process to be shown. Yeah. How did I pick you? You know, how did you enter? So okay. that's what the hold up been with 70 Dreams. But Okay. So even perfect. if you have a couple of favorites that you filed away, you can't really talk about them yet. I had a lot of favorites. A lot. Okay. A lot of favorites. Um, a bunch of beautiful, real good ideas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited to really get dig it into 70 dreams so what's the deadline for it is it um there's no deadline no deadline you, it's kind of like shark tank now with the show maybe yeah. perpetually going yeah how, how do folks how would folks submit an idea uh you can submit it through instagram you can go to the um to my website it'll have a submission on there 70 okay. dreams uh you send an email to 70 dreams at, at yahoo.com uh, and um submissions are pretty easy Pretty much, I, I, I think the process is going to be we pick 10 for the day and then as a group, all my employees or uh, the people that out that work for me, they we kind of just pick, you know, out of that 10, we pick one and see how can we dig into that project. I got to say, I mean, uh, I'm a couple years older than 29, <laughs> just a few. And um, I'm very impressive that you have you Thank know you. run it up and you have 70 dreams and you're really trying to make an impact to change people's lives Thank i mean you so that's much. that's really impressive it makes me feel like i should be doing more <laughs> <laughs> and i'm gonna do more i'm gonna pay it forward from here hey you're doing something you sit next to me almost every week and we that talk is about like a charity you know like helping you out <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah. It's definitely a charity. So, well, one of the things I think that's great about that too, and I don't want you to have to give away any, you know, too much from the show. I, I think it's cool that you'll end up finding some ideas that inspire you, but you're, sure. you're talking about things like oil and, and gas businesses yeah. being proposed, oh, yeah. or are you finding along the way that you're having to bring in specialists that know a little something about yeah. those business? Does I might have to. That's going to be part of the um, figuring out your businesses. You know, what are the problems? You know, what do we have to bring? Who do we need to bring in? You know, what? How much is going to actually take to fund this? You know, what hurdles are we going to have to jump mm -hmm. together? You know, it's just going to be, you know, frustration. And I mean, these are people's lives. And mm -hmm. a lot of these dreams are tough, you know, they're pretty hard to achieve. So, yeah, that's the beautiful thing is that's what we're here for, to help you get through it. And that's what 70 Dreams is about. Mm. create 70 different dreams yeah, yeah help them live there yeah live it and then that's what we're about here too is you know get one over in this thing called life little yeah. little playoff prints and it's about perseverance and and living your best life so yeah. that's all that's awesome tell you what i'm dreaming about i want to pair these kicks man. <laughs> <laughs> those things are well, awesome. we'll, we'll have to get a picture of the kicks now uh -huh. that you've referenced them we'll put them send y'all the <laughs> that's all g I, would be uh, oh gee yeah grant my son grant was uh would be all over the kicks and speaking of the 16 year old so my son's named grant and he's been he's been watchdog in your your instagram account mm -hmm. and we'll switch this switch gears a little bit to some fun stuff yep. the one thing he was so envious of he saw on your instagram account was that mario bling you were working uh, mario chain <laughs> <laughs> that mario chain you were working uh, you got a little gamer background in you uh uh no no i don't game it out I, I, I played mario when okay. i was when i was younger okay I'm a big fan of mario i played 
My son picked it. My, my son picked it. Oh, he picked it out? He okay. Picked that chain and, and then we just put the diamonds in it. So, my, yeah, my son, he's like, that one. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen my son on his phone. He was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my, my son loves that. That chain is heavy. So I don't worry much, but yeah. Where were you in that picture? Because I saw it looked like you were at a university. The kid looks like the, the university kids were having some fun with it too. Oh, I was at a high school. Where was a high school? I was at a high school in Waco. Okay, uh, it's by Baylor University. Okay, by Baylor. Yeah, uh-huh. they're very familiar the with Baylor. Was and playing with it. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, I'm sure they got a. Yeah, that was a trip for oh, them. Man. Yeah, it was a trip for them. When I was about to get in, my my manager was like, "No, no, 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 don't get that." It's <laughs> like, oh, fun. I get it. Just. Just to have fun. It go well with those red shoes. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it matched really well with that with those red shoes. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No, it's all that's awesome. So we're talking about kids and everything, and mm-hmm. and you you know you've got at least one. Yeah, it sounds so like. I got three boys. I got uh, two boys and one newcomer. He's eight, he's at three months. Okay. So, nice. so that's that's what's been keeping me. Sleepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you've been up all night working. You're the one probably answering the uh, answering the cries at night, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we're talking about kids, and we're actually recording this in a, a children's school for the arts, and some of what I saw about you online and, and I thought was uh, was pretty cool was um, some of your earliest memories of of growing up around the arts and being in the arts. So what are what are some of your earliest memories of getting involved in music and the arts? Oh, wow. I started recording music when I was 10. When my best friend, I went to his birthday party, and for some reason it was just me and him there at his party. I have no idea why. But uh, he was recording and making beats on his computer, hmm. and his older brother had, t- had taught him. So he was showing me, t- teaching me, and I was just like, what? So, uh, so I started going over to his house every day just recording music, falling in love with, you know, just the process of music. Uh, so I've been performing all my life, just chasing this dream. <laughs> it's more the music too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got yeah. a little background, I think, in um, some of the performance, oh, other yeah. performance I'm arts. I'm uh, EDM DJ by trade. I do electronic DJ. So when I tour, I, I wear this big gold mask. It's, it's strobe light steam comes out the mouth and this crazy mask that my fans like. Um, I just trans transition over to the urban world. That's what Ran Up came about, and, and that's been really good for us. We just got the official Cowboy song. I know you guys are Chief fans, but that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I did until we moved here. We bounced around a lot. So oh, my, my dad used to get Dallas Cowboy magazine. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I might have sneaked it just for the cheerleader spread, but, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we'll stop that there. <laughs> you don't have a follow-up to that? Uh, I No, I'm really drawing a blank after that. You <laughs> hidden in the closet looking at the Cowboy magazine. No, it was, pre- t- it was pre-my teenage years, right. so there wasn't any of that funny stuff going on. Yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. So I heard you got a meet and greet tonight. Mm-hmm. At the Yum Yum Club. At the Yum Yum Club. I have no idea where it's at or what it is, but <laughs> what's what's something like this? I mean, what's it look like? Uh, usually just a bunch of a bunch of fans, uh, maybe a couple, a few DJs, uh, program directors from radios that have come through, and a lot of press. Just uh, just come say hi, meet and greet. You know, get to know Kansas City a, a little better. Lasts for about two hours, depending on how many people mm-hmm. come. So, nice. But meet and greets are pretty cool. They're my favorite. I get to actually meet. You know. The, the yeah. people who, who's been following me for a while or new fans, old fans. Mm-hmm. I really like meet and greets a lot. 
take pictures and autograph signing and. Oh, that's where you, like you said, you meet the fans and the people exactly. that are then following exactly. you and yeah. Exactly. Trying to connect digitally. It's best still to do it in real life. So oh, got to, you have to, and that's what I'm all about is just, you know, the internet is, is fun and cool, but I like to, to go to the cities and, and touch these markets. That's great. No, that's great. So what time is it tonight? It's the uh, Yum Yum Club. Okay. The Yum Yum. I, I never, I never been or seen it, but <laughs> it sounds delicious. <laughs> Hopefully, it has a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This place, Kansas City. I'm sure there's some barbecue to be Somewhere. found. There's some barbecue to be found. Can you yeah. How much barbecue is shipped here? A year? Shipped from here? Yeah. yeah. From, shipped from, from here. Huh? Well, a lot of the <laughs> livestock's, yeah, a lot of that livestock's coming from here. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Wow. The stockyards, they're not as prominent as what they used to be. But outside of town, actually, outside of Domingo, not too far south from Domingo's uh, old stomping grounds, there, oh, wow. there's some stockyards. Oh wow! Yeah, stockyards there. Not so barbecue here. So I told you my son asked two questions. One mm -hmm. was about the Mario chain. Mm -hmm. The other was, and because I so I used to produce music in in college. Yeah. So I would put on con be, uh, be a concert promoter through an organization. Oh wow, that's cool. I worked in, and so I listened to a lot of old school stuff. So mm -hmm. he, it's it's. It's interesting him growing up now. Mm -hmm. He and I'll actually compare notes on on music. So from yeah. a father son relationship standpoint, we don't we don't get a chance to sit down and really talk about a number of different things. But yeah. there are a couple of things there's always common ground. One's basketball, oh. and then then the other's music, and we'll kind of swap stories about some music. So on the new school stuff, he you know he's a fan of the Migos. He's actually gotten me to listen to some Kodak Black. <laughs> And who was the other one he gave me? I've not heard the ASAP Rocky, but, but he was curious. So, and I, I'm going to play both sides of this. Mm -hmm. So new school, who, who out there would you like to, to kind of perform with? Is there somebody out uh, there that you're like, you know, I would really love to collaborate with this person. The three names you named ASAP Rocky, Drake, Migos would be a good three lineup for me to a little baby's a good one. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good name for your name. Yeah. name right, right there. And let's throw that back 20 years. So okay. I've had nachos with the Tribe Called Quest. Mm -hmm. uh, Public Enemy was kind of, I'd listen to, I put on a show for Public Enemy. That was interesting. I could tell you about. Because <laughs> normally when we would do that, the college students would work the mm -hmm. um, work the security. But they had as part of their contract, the Nation of Islam oh, wow. actually ran the security. So that was oh, wow. that was an interesting collaboration. It was pretty cool to witness, though, and just be part of that experience. So old school, if you could go back 20, 25 years, mm -hmm. if there's, you know, an artist that you could work with in kind of an old school sense, mm -hmm. who, who, who'd you grow uh, up on? And, uh, Nas. Nas, okay. Uh, You're a 90s kid. Oh, big time. You're totally oh, a yeah. 90s kid. <laughs> I'm such an 80s kid. Uh -huh. <laughs> Not a kid anymore. If I can go back, back. Back, back, yeah. I would, I would yeah. do uh, like Isley Brothers, The Beatles. Okay. Uh, I'm a big time Michael Jackson fan. Prince. Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, we've lost a bunch of great ones oh, recently. If I can go back further, I, people like Frankie Lyman. I mean, I... I work with everybody if I could. If you could, yeah. <laughs> we just went to Paisley Park. What was that about a year ago? Yeah. Now? Yeah. So this like time it. last year we were just at Paisley Park. It was cool. it was very cool. I've been wanting to make that trip for some time. So oh, it is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really cool. Well, he'll be he'll be quite pleased that your uh, current day influences <laughs> mesh up with it. he's gonna be really mad. He I wouldn't let him out of school today. So <laughs> well, where can folks you mentioned the seventy Dreams Challenge. Mm -hmm. Where where can folks find out more about you and your work? 
Uh, oh, my website is zerofest, Z-E-R-O-O-F-E-S-T.com. Or any one of my social medias is Camp Zero, C-A-M-P-Z-E-R-O-O. Or if you go and find me on Facebook, it's Camp Zero Online, C-A-M-P-Z-E-R-O-O Online. Pretty much find me anywhere. All right. Awesome. Anywhere. Awesome. Anything else you'd like to mention that we may have missed? No, just submit to Seven Dreams. Uh, make sure you guys submit to the Running Up Challenge. Uh, we're picking people every day. And I'm always giving away no money on my um, on my Instagram, especially. I so. saw a post where you <laughs> had a whole lot of cash in your car. <laughs> and I saw yeah. one here in Kansas City, and it looked like you were exiting the car with wad of cash. <laughs> and there was a, a park full of people rushing up on you. <laughs> Must be why you travel around with uh-huh. several friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, just, I, always, I just love making people happy. That's just my dad was the same way. So I, I've been like it. He, installed it in me young and that's just the way i am mm-hmm. yeah can't take it with me that's for sure keep doing what you're doing man you're gonna make the world a better place oh, thank you guys appreciate so that yeah spread the word too. yeah that's yeah spread the word well thanks for joining us today it's yeah it's mm-hmm. been great to have you so it's camp zero uh-huh. Aru. Yes, okay sir. so i i butchered that i'll have to redo oh, that intro call me camp zero take it all right well thanks to camp zero and you for hanging out with us today. Take care, everybody. Thanks, guys. ready for this week's triple d discussion it's somewhat charity we've been talking about charities we might as well and i will do both the profane and the clean version because it's here in parentheses then i'll get to feel this out oh yeah so if you're not familiar with triple d we throw out as if you're not familiar with triple d i can't even speak tonight why do we have to do a clean version because if I associate it with KCYA at some point, I think you just go go raw. Now we're just having now we're having editorial meetings in the middle of the show. But <laughs> I just I don't like filters. But that's you fine. don't like filters. Well, who says I'm gonna filter it? We're do we've got raw material. We'll play with. So if you're not familiar with Triple D, we throw out a scenario, and you guys can be the judge. Maybe you can comment or vote or roll. I'll ask somebody. I'll ask newbie. He'll be, we'll let newbie be our arbiter at some point. So we throw out a scenario and we discuss whether whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. Beth was kind of proud though that I came out. We throw out a scenario and we discuss whether it's a dingaling, despicable, or dunderhead move. She was kind of impressed that I could actually find three Ds mm. that were associated and sounded like they came from despicable me. The clean version. The clean version. Yeah. The PG version. Okay. She was slightly impressed. I was working that thesaurus hard to come to come up with those. Indeed. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to the triple D. Uh, this week's triple D move. What do you call? What do you call someone who sets up a charity or GoFundMe account only to bilk the donors and those whom they said they would help? So these are the people that set up like a charity or GoFundMe and they're they're like, you need help. And there was one in the news recently where this guy was homeless. He had been on drugs. He cleaned himself up, but he was still homeless. And so the suburban couple, 
set up a GoFundMe account. It was like four hundred grand, wasn't 400 it? Four hundred grand, and then they they took all the money and they moved to the Caribbean. Like they're gone. They gone. What do, what do we call these people? I'm kind of struggling with this one a little bit <laughs> because out of the shoot, you're thinking, man, that's a dick move. But like, if people are dumbasses enough. To send their money to you, like, I, I, it's hard to fault. I actually saw on Twitter yesterday, George Papadopoulos <laughs> has a GoFundMe. Really? Yes. And it's getting retweeted, like, you know, Tom Arnold and other people are like, you know, <laughs> this is hilarious. But, like, this guy's probably going to rake in, you know, a few hundred grand. And he's basically a... Traitor of the United States, as far as I'm concerned, like. So you're a dumbass if you you're a dumbass if you pay it. You're a dick if you do it. Okay, I can I can go I can get with all of those things. How do, how do you feel about breweries that set up like what's that called Kickstarters to get set up like a business? Yeah, I mean again I'm. If I'm going to donate money to somebody, it's not going to be so they can set up their their own brewery. I mean, again. But what if you were named part of the Founders Club by being a contributor? Like, my personal aspiration, and I'm shifting this because I'm with you, the, the charity thing's clear-cut. To me, that's a clear-cut thing. It's pretty much, you. Are, I agree with you 100%. You're a dick if you set those up because you're just looking to con people. You're a con artist. Yeah, you know what you're doing. You know, you're know, you just a con artist. You just don't care. You don't care, and you're preying on people's stupidity. And then I'm with you. Then the people that contribute are stupid. But then you have things like Kickstarters that are not Cards Against Humanity got started that way. Like, people are trying to launch business businesses these way, this way, too. Yeah, but you're... Cherry picking a few that actually ended up working. Yeah. And there are plenty that don't. Most of them don't. Yeah. I mean, if it's a business, I don't really think you're any of the D's, but if you give to it and you don't get your money back, then you're a dumbass. Like, yeah. Or know that there's an L. So you're saying know that there's a re- element of risk. It's basically a hundred times riskier than Bitcoin. So, if you're cool with Bitcoin and you think that's a great investment, then you want to take it up another level if you're, exponentially. If you're comfortable hang, handling, handing your money over to China and organized crime, go, go right By all means. Go right ahead. All right. All right. Yeah, because I found it interesting. I just saw one on Facebook today about a brewery. And uh, I think it was Lenexa that's doing a Kickstarter. More power to them. They're and, getting creative. They're trying to raise capital any way they can. And that that ain't alone. You're not giving up any board seats for that. It's yeah. just knuckleheads giving you money, by all means. Yeah. Take it. Yeah, and if the incentive's right, well, and, you know, at some point I might launch a Kickstarter for something. And if the incentives are right and you know there's some guarantees, that's, you know, that's something else entirely different. But I know, I know a writer... That actually has done a couple different Kickstarters, and I think he's raised funds and hasn't honored like his commitments too. And I don't know what what repercussions, if any, have come to him. So it's to your point. There's a certain element of 
dumbassery for those who contribute. Dunderheadness. Dunderheadness, yes. In all its glory. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I don't have any problem. It's no different than the uh, king of some African nation asking me to send him $1,200. Like, you know. Nairobi Prince. You want to help out the prince? By all means. By all means. Send him a check. But don't be shocked when you don't get your money back. Yeah. What do you think, G? You heard about all these schemes? <sighs> no, but I'd say for the Caribbean people, dick and douche. And then the people putting their money in the <laughs> They're a dick and douche? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... just just paint that brush. You're all three, man. You're all You're three. A You're dumb all douche three. dickhead. You're, yeah. Grant, Grant, he's seeing like a whole use case with them. Because here's what happens. They take the 400000 I'm kind of following your all three now. They take the 400000 They're dicks to take it. You know, once they get to the Caribbean, they're swinging their dicks like it ain't no thing. So they're douchey. And then they blow all that shit. <laughs> and it's all gone, so yeah. they're dumbasses. The Triple Crown. They're <laughs> all run, three. They, they run, yeah, they've run all three. All right. You know things have really gone south when you're all three. Yeah, it's it's really bad. The Triple Crown. I love it. All right. Well, that's it for us tonight, folks. Thanks for hanging with us. If you enjoyed today's episode, go out to the He Says, She Says Casey Facebook page and like, follow us if you haven't already. Remember, you can catch us live on Facebook almost every Wednesday at 7 Central. Also, check out the He Says, She Says Casey blog. And you can also subscribe to us and rate us. Leave us a comment, please, if you enjoy us on your favorite podcast platform, such as iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Take care, everybody. Mm -hmm.